if you can't play footy, you can still get better. It's make or break now. I, th- I sort of knew I was done a little bit because I had times where like the coaches didn't really speak to me. And yeah. Prime. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another Prime potty. I'm so excited for this potty. I reckon you've got one of the greatest stories um, to share from footy, Tasmania, um, moving through the AFL and then becoming a little bit of a social media celebrity. <laughs> Mitch Hibbard, my friend, how are you? Good, mate. Thanks for having me. How are you going, all right? Mate, I'm Happy actually always here. well. Thank you for asking how I am. It's, it's, it's a rare occurrence, uh, people ask me. <laughs> I'm very well, everyone. I'm very well. I'm feeling great today. Done a couple of workouts, had a whole heap of prime pre-workouts, so I'm feeling absolutely elite. He's on top of the world. <laughs> absolutely elite. Mate, let's just let's start off with a little bit of a hot topic of conversation. Uh, the Tasmanian AFL team has yeah. just come in. You're obviously a Tasmanian at heart. Born, born and bred. Born yeah. and bred. Born and Clarence, bred. I believe. I was Clarence. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Tell me a little bit about uh, about Clarence. What the? <laughs> where is that? Clarence is like just outside the city in mm-hmm. in Hobart. Or kind of is the city. It's like the it's a big footy club, big history. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad played footy there. Um, played a lot of games. I'm not actually sure, like 200 games or whatever. So Were they um, in the TSL. Yeah, TSL. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yep. So, um, yeah, we lived we lived in Lindisfarne back in the day. Mum and Dad's have moved house now, but they still live in Hobart, which is yep. good. So I try and get down. But um, yeah, Tazzy Tazzy in the AFL. So I wish it happened like six years ago. I, I might know, still be playing be. AFL footy. <laughs> <laughs> then you never would have got to go on Love Island. True. You yeah. Never yeah. True. Got this, this new life that you get to live. But um, yeah, you're pretty keen for a Tazzy AFL team. Tazzy Devils, I think, is what they're going to be called. Yeah, I think. it'd be called the Devils. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. There's a bit going um, on about that. Yeah. Yeah. I actually am excited. Like I know what it's like down there. Um, and like growing up, it was like I went for North Melbourne. Um, so I was like lucky that. North Melbourne were coming to Tassie. I could go watch them play, all that mm-hmm. kind of thing. It only really happened when I was a bit older too. But people love it down there. Like footy's like, if you go into a cafe on the street, everyone's like, the TSL yeah. is like, and even the players are like big players. Like they'll walk in somewhere and everyone's like, oh, that's it's what's going on. And he, just, he might just plays for, you know, North Hobart or Clarence or whoever. So that's they love so their awesome. footy, which is which is really good. It's like a, just a small, in a way, it's a small country town. Um, so you could say I'm a little small country boy in Tasmania, <laughs> living in the big smoke. No, you absolutely are. You absolutely are. I was actually watching, like I said to you before, off air, your, uh, I think it was your draft year kind of highlights and you were kind of doing a voiceover to them, um, to the media and you were so young. Yeah, <laughs> so I was, little, yeah. And like, it's crazy to see um, as a human how far you've come in the last six or seven years. Mate, it's crazy. I know we were just talking about that before. You literally look back at yourself when you're like 18, 19 and you're like, what the hell? Like how much I've grown, like how much I've, you know, in every way I've like evolved, I guess, as a person. So it's pretty crazy to think that's the same person, but... I mean, you've just done so much, bro. It's it's literally a ridiculous story. But I'm gonna get into before you got drafted. Yeah, you were. I think it was 17 when you had your first major injury. I actually I was 15. I think 15. yeah, and 15. Was that an ACL? That was a shoulder reconstruction. Shoulder. Yeah. So talk, talk me. I don't know why I'm. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to tell your story. There's a few. Talk yeah, me through yeah. your your injury history, especially growing up as a young kid. Yeah. So like. Obviously, I had a lot of injuries growing up. Um, my first one, I had a shoulder reco when I was, uh, yeah, I think it was like 15, 16. Uh, no, I think it was about 15, like sort of 14, 15. I was just starting to come up. Um, yeah, just however shoulder was. I think I put my arm out and someone fell on it. I was young. Were you so going sh- to the gym at that stage? No, I wasn't at that point, okay. no. No, okay. that was kind of probably when I started going to like gym and started yep. like training and stuff like that. Probably more because it was rehab and that was how I got into mm. it. 
Um, so yeah, had my shoulder injury. I probably was only yeah, 14, 15. Um, and then, yeah, I recovered from that. Um, sort of just playing footy down there. I played senior footy pretty early. I was probably 15, mm. 16 playing it's a senior really good footy. Thing to do. It, it is good. But at the same time, I think like I was in a rush when I was 16. I was like, I need to be doing this now. Like, I need to be doing this and that where I think sometimes you just have to let your body develop. You like naturally fill out where yeah. I was like, like sometimes like you get hit and whatever and it does hurt a little bit harder when you you know 60 kilos and you, you get targeted as well 90. yeah they, <laughs> they don't want to go straight through you because <laughs> when you're a 90 kilo big man you're like yeah. how do i look tough how about i hit the 16 yeah the 16 year old flatten him but um but which was good for my footy because you just learn to like crack in and, and be tough and all that so um yeah i got back from my shoulder i was fine playing footy um i was lucky enough to play in the under-18 carnival, um, it was a bit different back then to how it is now. Mm. Um, like Division 2, we played New yeah, South Wales, like Queensland. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I was lucky enough to play in that. As well, I played 16 champs as well, but then I played 18 champs as a 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had, we, had a real, we won the won the title that year. We had Nan Kerbis, the College oh, Jasnies. Then we had seven or eight draft. Like we had a great team. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we had a real good team. Yeah, wow. I think that was like the best year they've had in a long time. I don't think they've repeated that. But we had a real good team. Um, so yeah, played through the carnival, which was like a great experience. And were you an overager that year? Uh, I was I was sixteen, you, playing oh, under eighteen. Oh, so what? I was I was playing year up. Oh wow! Um, so okay. I was like that was kind of when footy sort of started, like wow. taken. That was like where it's. I was like, oh, I could probably like do this for a, for a job. Yeah. So um, yeah, got, I guess um, got through that carnival, went back to senior footy for Tassie. I think there was probably four games left. Uh, second second game to go. So I'm, I'm going into my proper 18th year now. Yep. So everything, I'm like, oh, next year I'm going to get drafted, like whatever. Uh, it was about two years to go. Uh, uh, oh, two sorry, games. two games to go yeah. in the year. And then, yeah, uh, did my ACL. Two games to oh, go. So, yeah, six, I think I just turned How 17. Yeah. I actually don't know to this day. Really? It was, it was a night game. I remember it like, I remember it like it was like yesterday it was like a night game um i don't know tassie fans but it was a glenorchy kgv over yep. i think it's called and it was a night game and i remember i copped a few big hits like just like jumping and getting smacked and all that but i played the full game and then it was a night game so i just went home like went to bed i was sweet and i remember waking up the next morning and my knee was so fat and like sore and i could <laughs> hardly walk and i literally was just like i didn't think it was anything i was like oh i just got a corky like whatever wow. yeah i honestly couldn't tell you how i did my knee that's a ridiculous story yeah. So you played the whole game. I played the whole game. That's tough. Like, whatever. Yeah, tough. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> That's tough. Wait, they breed them tough down in Tassie, mate. mate. <laughs> Dude, I had Mitch Robinson on the potty a few weeks ago. Yeah. Just looking at Tassie people. Like, they breed them different down there. I want to go yeah. down there and play footy because they're tough. Yeah. So, um, but um, that's one of the craziest. I had, no, I had no idea. And then, yeah, woke up, fat knee. Um, did, I honestly didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh, it's probably just a corky. I've copped a knock, whatever. So as you do, jump in the bin with the ice floor, yeah, yeah, all yeah. that kind of thing Love all it. week. Um, I think I missed that week in the game because I was also like, I knew I was coming into my 18th year and I wasn't going to really get anything out of footy. I was just Don't playing for fun. Yeah. And I was a bit like, oh, well, I'll just like take it easy this week, like whatever. And the club were really good as well. They're like, oh, well, it's all right. Like you're young. Like you've, you've got a lot to look forward to yeah, next yeah, year yeah. and all that. Take the week off. So I did. And then I went back to training uh on the tuesday i think it tried to train i remember i just sort of like was running backwards and then cut and my like leg gave way it didn't hurt or anything but it just gave way and i was like fuck that that i don't know if i can swear on the pod you can you can absolutely fucking swear (laughs) (laughs) go crazy but but, um yeah it just gave way uh my leg and i was like oh that's like not right didn't hurt or anything Mm -hmm. 
And I was like, geez, that's, that's a bit weird. And I went off, they did all the tests and then, and they were like, oh no, like, I think, think you're all right or whatever. So I was kind of just like, oh, this is a bit weird. I might just have some fluid in there or whatever. It's always the country fucking footy physios. I know, right? (laughs) I actually booked, the thing was I booked it with a physio, um, like the next day I went to see a physio or a couple of days later and they did the tests anyway. And it, to be honest, in my head, I was like, oh, it doesn't really matter if I miss this game or whatever. There was only a game or two and I was, you know, 17. At this point, I'm like, oh, it's all about next year. I just got to play well next year. I'll of get course. drafted. So I'm like, if I, my season finishes, it doesn't matter. So yep. I think that was my of course, mindset. That's mindset. Um, so I go to the doctor. They were doing tests at a proper physio, like the best sports clinic in, oh. in Tassie. Um, they're doing tests. They're like, nah, like you're sweet, you're sweet. I'm like, it's, it's giving way, like I, I, whatever. You knew something was wrong. Yeah, but they're like, in oh, your we got you. Knew yeah, I, was I was like, this is just because something not right. And then I think they were like, oh, we'll give you a scan anyway. And I'm like, all right, sweet, like whatever. And um, yeah, went and, went and did the MRI scan. And then a couple of days later, I remember, yeah, they rang my parents and were like, told them on the phone. But I, I remember we were sort of oh, waiting no. for it. Um, like we were just like sitting around and I guess we were just waiting for the call. And I just remember when like my dad took the phone call and just like, you could just see the like, um, his expression change. Oh, like no. it was real serious. And that was when I kind of was like, oh, I've done this something. is serious now. Um, and then, yeah, my, my parents were like, yeah, like, like sort of broke the news to me um how did yeah. you feel in that moment oh the world was over honestly the world was over i haven't think about it now i literally like will remember this for the rest of my life i was like i was in my living room at home and i went straight to my bed bedroom and i was just like crying oh, like i was man. shattered that makes me so and i don't remember I was you like, as a little 90 yeah. you were very fragile yeah. like i was a little 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 kid oh. but um yeah i was in tears and um yeah i think I think I rang like our um, like development manager or the talent officer at, um, uh, in Tassie, and they were like, "Oh, like don't worry, mate. It's, I know it's your 18th year. It might feel like it's the end of the world, but we'll have you as an overage. We'll bring you back." Thank the Lord. Um, so they that, just brought that in. That rule yeah, that was you just could be rule, an overager. Yeah. 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 Um, so I was so. I mean, that didn't really make it feel that much better at the time, but also oh. I was like, you know, at least I'm gonna get half a chance. But I honestly thought that was like probably the end of oh, I thought that was it like mm-hmm. I was like oh, I'm probably not playing AFL mm-hmm. and I grew up my whole life is dedicated to footy like I didn't give everyone says I like, have a plan B care about school <laughs> and I tell you what I didn't give a shit about school <laughs> I'll <laughs> get to your school like after AFL stuff but yeah. firstly like kudos to you bro like to be able to come back from that obviously you end up getting drafted um, yeah. to North Melbourne pick number 33 and I think that for the people out there that might have an injury. It yeah. might not even be as bad as yours, you know? Like, and yeah. I think the one thing that people do have to remember is like, if you're injured and, you know, you think the world's over, if it's yeah. like a six week, <clears throat> six week calf or something, like, like yeah. hammy, you think the world's over, like you've done a 12 month injury. Like it's a, yeah. it's a shocker. You missed a whole year of football. Well, it, it, honestly, it got wor- worse. Yeah. So I, was, I was gonna lead on to, I actually did my shoulder. Shoulder it. Yeah, so what happened was I got back so I've done, I've got through the whole year. I came to Melbourne. I had a knee reco here, flown back to Tassie, done a full year of rehab. It was year 12 schooling. And like, I was like so dedicated to my rehab. I was leaving school to like go to the gym and do my rehab and I'll go back to school. Wow. Like to that point, like I was full on. I you, was like, I'm, in my head, I was just like, there's just no option. Like, you were locked I'm, in for footy, I was right? locked in. I was like, this is everything. And mm. like, I did a ride at school, but I was like, in my head, I was like, I don't give a shit don't about, this. about this. I was like, if I got a minute, lunchtime, I'd leave. I'd go train, I'd come back to school. And Tazzy's like that as well. If you're like at the top, like as a kid, they'll put a lot more time into you mm-hmm. because there's probably less kids that are at the top. Of course. So you'll probably have access to more time with coaches and all mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And my parents were great and supportive too. 
but yeah, did so I did that whole year um, and got back. I've come back, started the preseason, probably in the best nick I was. I started hitting the gym a bit too, so yeah, it got you a bit were, bigger. I remember you were quite a large, like when you were going through that 1980, yeah, yeah. like you were quite well I had built. The, I had the year off and I was like... Just hitting gym. Yeah, I was hitting gym, <laughs> I was bicep getting hard. Well, I had it in, honestly, like I'm so different now the way I train, but back then I was like, everything was footy and um, I, I was remember I was just thinking, well, I'm not going to get any better playing footy, but mm. I can get better athletically, so... Yep everything I'm going to do is going to be to make sure I'm a better athlete when I come back and then footy will just catch up. But mm-hmm. that was my mindset. So I've come back, started pre-season, um, at under 18s there with pre-season. I'm going all right, like feeling good, feeling fit. Um, and then, yeah, I think it was second or third training session. I went to spoil the ball and my shoulder popped out. Um, and then, yeah, I thought, I remember that, uh, yeah, I thought my world was over when oh, that happened. Because that like, was before the championships. That was before the championships, uh-huh. yeah. It was it was literally the start of pre-season. It was like second, third session back. Fuck. And I remember like just, I honestly thought the world was over. Like, so I you went ended and got up a scan. 18 months. I in- didn't play for 18 months and I wasn't even like meant to play championships. But like I was like to the, like, so what the surgery I had wow. was a, uh, they might not know it's called Latigey surgery it's like 99% chance 98% chance it'll never pop out again because they tighten it so much um, and they have, they literally just have to wait till like the bone heals and you have scans to check along the way yep. so I've, I've come back um, well, I, was, I was waiting I think it was like I missed like the first half of the year it was like June, July I was I could get back play like four games in the champs and go back to senior footy yep. but in my head I was like fuck it like, I'm just going to play well and I'll get there mm-hmm. but this every scan I got the bone like wasn't healing and it got to the point in June where I was like I have to play you just have and to do it and it had been like six weeks or oh, six months or whatever now had gone I hadn't played in 19 months and the doctors are like alright like just tape it up and play that's crazy and so yeah I came back I remember back. you come I'm pretty sure I you double, would man. you I double <laughs> The Chris and you didn't even drop your knees. Nah, which nah. was ACL. Well, honestly, like the, in the, in the way because I like, was worried about my shoulder, I didn't even think twice about my knee because I was like, oh, that's old news. Like I don't care about my knee. Like it's my shoulder. So it kind of helped me come back I, from I, my I, knee. Had I had the double. I'd had a few problems with the left foot like, now and again, but I was like, Fuck, just get me through. And they put me on a wing. I was half back, and it was like uncontested. Everything was like I was a good runner, and I'd just find outside ball, and that was like. <laughs> That, luckily enough, I was able to show a bit and like get invited to draft camp and do all right there and and that and obviously all the clubs were like it was the medicals were like very intense. They were very worried about my body and stuff oh, like that. And I'm trying to reassure them that nah, I'm good now. I'm good. But um, yeah, I was lucky enough to show I guess enough in three or four months to get picked up by the ruse. And yeah. what what do you reckon was if you give three tips out there to people um, that are trying to get back from a long term injury or a short term yeah. injury? What would be the three tips that you'd give um, those people? I think it was what I said before. Like, um, if you can't play footy, like, you can still get better. Mm-hmm. And you have to work out if that's like you don't understand the game and you're watching vision. I think that's really important for young players coming through. Absolutely. Um, it could be, you know, you might not be the best. Uh, you might you might do your shoulder and you might not have the best endurance. But that doesn't mean you still can't improve your fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's always ways around it. Just because you can't play footy doesn't mean you can't get better. So mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing that... Um, I guess for me, I tried to do when I was injured long term was like, well, you know, especially when, when I hurt my shoulder, I was like, well, I'm, I can run in three or four weeks. So I'm just going to take my running to another level now yeah, and it will help me when I get back. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably like the biggest thing that, for people who are injured. But mm-hmm. I think another thing that's most important is like just to enjoy like your footy growing up because like when you get drafted and when you get there, all of a sudden it goes, I'm not saying it's not enjoyable, but it goes to from 
having a kick on with your mates on the weekend and you're probably at the top, like taking the piss. You can try 50, 60% and mm. absolutely dominate a game versus you're thrown into a pond, a big, like you're a small fish in a big pond exactly. and you're a kid and like everyone's just going to like push you around and all mm. that at train. Like it gets serious. Mm-hmm. So it's probably just enjoy the ride too, mm. I reckon. Yeah. It's exactly right because once you do get to that, it changes you know, VFL, quick. Yeah. Or like whatever it might be, even if it's just senior footy. The, the enjoyment, it doesn't go out of it, but it just does become a it lot more serious. It becomes a lot different, And yeah. it's like, and you're not dominating games anymore because like <laughs> you said, you're a small fish and you're in a big ocean of, yeah, of, yeah. of fish well, and that, sharks. That, that's the thing too. It's like, well, you know what it's like when, when you're 16, 17, mm. you'll go out and game of footy and you'll just run wherever, get the ball here. Like you, you, so structure's fun. not a thing. People it's, are just going to give you the footy, ball. Footy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's giving you the ball. Jo- it's yeah, fun. You run around, you yeah. get 30 touches and the boys are handball and you're yeah. out the back and then you go to senior footy and you're not that person yeah, anymore. Yeah, you're not that person anymore. You're the bloke who's giving it But it's like, there's no structures nothing like that mm. so you got to learn all that kind of thing it gets a lot more serious so it's it just does. you got to enjoy it when like, you don't when you don't adhere to the structures it's a like, you rocket over yeah. <laughs> 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 the thirds yeah. in the next week uh well like i said before you, you got picked up pick 33 in the 2015 draft you made your debut two years later and yeah after my, my second year yeah 2017 yeah. talk yeah. me through your debut yeah, my debut was nuts. My first year um, was just a write-off, the same thing. I had an, uh, my kneecap kept popping out, so I had surgery on that. Injured. So, yeah, another another injury was pretty dust. Um, so, yeah, my first year was basically a write-off. I played a handful of games. Um, and then, yeah, I was lucky enough to get a debut round one. I think we played West Coast. West Coast, um, yeah. Special day, to be fair, like, because of... I think it meant so much more to me than everyone else. We had a few people debut that game, but it meant a lot to me because of like what I'd gone through to get there. Yeah. And it wasn't just me. It was like for my family. Like I remember like my parents were in the rooms before the game and just like getting around them and stuff. I was like, fuck, like four years ago, we were in a hospital bed and like doctors are like just quit playing footy and like yeah. they were there. And then now we're here. Like it was just such a special moment for my family and that's mm. what meant the most luck to me yeah. let alone we got pumped by about 72 <laughs> points or something in the end yeah, and I got dropped the next week but <laughs> <laughs> but like that but like that moment was like so special and it's saying like you, oh. you like I mean it was North Melbourne West Coast it's not the biggest game it's not the biggest crowd mm. or anything but like in my head it was just like it was just such an amazing time for me and my family. My grandparents are there oh. and all that. It is like, it is something you never forget. Like, was that a to relief? Be fair. A little bit, yeah. yeah. It was kind of like you just wanted to get it, the, I guess, the monkey off the back. But yeah. I'd played, that year I'd played all the, J, I played a JLT game uh, mm. my first year um, and I played all the JLT games. I, play, I started to play pretty well in the back end of the JLT yeah, game. Yeah. Uh, we played a game against the Hawks and I played really well and that was kind of the moment where I was like, I'm a chance to debut now. Like yeah. That was kind of like, where I was like, all right, I'm going now. I'm there. Um, yeah, but yeah, it could probably couldn't have been further from it, sadly. But um, nah, yeah, you, I think you, were, I think you were thereabouts. It was like it, it, it's always a massive step up, and when you yeah. miss so much footy, like, yeah, it is tough. Yeah, fifty games really all together. Um, yeah, you know. Well, I think that's that's kind of like it's funny because like my story to even get drafted was like. You know, I even thinking about it now, it fucking just like hits the heartstring a bit. But like, there was so much like to it. But then, once I got drafted, even that second year, I came out of the team round two, and I worked my way back into the team. 
six or seven weeks later and um, I, I started to play a couple on the trot. I think, I, yeah, three games in. I started to play some good footy. Mm. had a couple games, you know, 25 touches I had like, and all that. And that's where I'm like starting I'm to get there. confident. I'm like, yeah. now I'm going. Like, this is my career now. Like, I'm getting a game. It's I'm starting, I'm starting to get the ball, yeah. Mm. That's like kind of what I was thinking. And then it did come back and then I actually popped, I popped my shoulder out again. The one that they Different were... Different one. No, nah, the, same, the one. same one. They were like... They were like... Um, what was it? So they're like ninety eight percent chance they tighten it up and like it was just the worst. Like I've gone up, punched the ball, and I remember I got caught and Charlie Dixon had like come back and like it was just the worst angle. So oh. yeah, I popped that shoulder out again and that was kind of just like that was really the I guess the beginning of the end at North really for me. And um I remember after that it was like I went to see the doctor and they were like, Oh, we've not actually like done this surgery before we have to work out what like, to whatever. Do. We've not we've they'd done it four times in Australia to repair once a latter had um, like failed so like that was an ordeal that went on for another two or three weeks and then I had I had two surgeons um, in my operation two of the big like shoulder surgeons in Melbourne came in one to do it and one to watch and like learn because it'd never been really wow. done it'd been done four times this yeah is crazy. that's why the scars like so yeah, big sc- yeah you got a massive scar yeah. it, it's quite visible on your on your shoulder. So you've only done that shoulder, you've never done the other no, one? No, no, I've not done that one, yeah. Just, just so you've this done one. shoulder? I've done three knee. of these. Uh, knee reco, knee cap. I've done, I did a medial decedent, had medial surgery. We can get into that after, but yeah. I had medial decedent too. So, um, yeah, I had that surgery and that was kind of it really, to be fair. Like, once I once I did that, it was like that whole year was wiped out. Um, yeah, it was pretty light. Uh, but boys I remember that that off season I was like it's all like I, I was like it's make or break now I want to go away with the boys enjoy all that kind you of thing no. but I said no I was like so I you would have been on stay. a two year contract so I, I, 20... I signed an extra year in my uh, first year okay so I had the one more year okay, so, so I was like I was basically like this course. is all or nothing like yep. for next year but yeah I, I came back I didn't really I, I played alright like VFL and that but I was just like 2018 uh, yeah, I think it was, yeah, 2018. It was yep. my third year at, at North. And mm-hmm. um, I didn't play too bad, but I just didn't really like... They didn't. I, there probably just wasn't really a spot for me. We had an older sort of team. And, yep. um, yeah. I, I, no injuries I, in 2018? I had a few little niggles, but nothing yeah. like major. Um, but, yeah, I just like... Oh, I, th- I sort of knew I was done a little bit because I had times where, like, the coaches didn't really speak to me and yeah. all that, which is like... It's, it is tough mentally, like, when... Uh, you're 22 years old and you've worked like the way I saw it was I put in so much to even get yeah. there and I was just like oh, just like come on like just give me a chance like wow. whatever and um, I thought like I was playing decent VFL footy but yeah there was just times where like the coaches probably didn't really speak to me or anything like that and that's kind of probably where you know like you know, I'm not yeah. I might be in trouble here and then yeah we got sort of halfway through the year the managers speaking to him they're like oh we're gonna wait we're gonna wait and I wasn't sort of playing I was still playing VFL and that was kind of where I was like yeah I'm probably in a little bit of trouble here I reckon oh, no. um so yeah and then come to the end of that year and then yeah they pretty much had, had a meeting I, I sort of knew going into the meeting but it doesn't really prepare you for for what it what was about to happen what did it feel like when when finally they, <laughs> they said you're done you're done here at north melbourne it was yeah it was it was pretty rough like 
I remember I went in there and it was the coach and the list manager and um, yeah, I remember we sat down at a table not too similar to this. Oh, and no. I sort of knew. I like, I'm not I was like, back memories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm in PTSD. Hey, Mitch, mate, done. it's happened twice, <laughs> mate. mate we're yeah. done with the body. <laughs> 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 well, yeah. Oh, like, mate. So we're going there and um, I think even at the start they were like just sort of asked me like how I think my year was and I was sort of in my head like let's just cut to it. Just like, cut to it, yeah. yeah I, it doesn't matter, like whatever. And then yeah, they're like, oh, we don't really have a contract for you and I. I took it pretty well to be fair because I think I was prepared mm-hmm. um, and I was just like, oh, like, yeah, sweet, like, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I, I remember leaving the meeting and I was like, in my head, like, I was disappointed, but in my head, I was just like, nah, I'll be back. Like, mm. I don't know. I was just like, I think everything I'd went through to get there, I was like, if I just give up now, it's just like not worth it. Like, yeah. I was like, what have, I've been through so much to like even get a chance. I was like, I'm going to get back and like, I was like, I'm going to like prove you wrong. Like well, yeah, all that kind of thing. That was like you, what it was. What made you do, motivated you to continue playing footy? Because you could have easily just dropped your freaking bundle yeah. and say, I'm fucking done with footy. Yeah. I've done enough. Because, you know, continuing this story, yeah. you, you end up, you know, coming back onto a list. Yeah. But what, what motivated you at the end of 2018 to say, fuck you guys, I'm coming back? Oh, I think, I think that's just the way I am. Like mm. even growing up, like there's so many setbacks along the way, so many injuries and that. And every time I was like, nah, I'm just going to come back. Like, I'm going to come back. And in my head, I know it's like a bit of a basketball fan too, but yeah. I always watch like Derek Rose, like the, yeah. when he's coming back from there. The and I was like, yeah, this is me. Like, awesome. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was just pumped. I was like, this will be me. Like, this is going to be like the best story ever. I'm going to inspire all these kids out here. Oh, awesome. And that was like what my mentality was. I was like, I'm going to end up playing, having the best career. And then when I got D-Lisa, I just so it's just another like I'm gonna come back and it's gonna be the best story ever like in my head and it's the best um, fucking mindset I've ever yeah, heard like, but it's, like I, it just came naturally to me there wasn't anything yeah. where it was like but I think the thing that helped me was I had played some AFL and I'd perform like there were games where I'd perform pretty well gave you so confidence. in my head I was like I can actually play at this level I just mm-hmm. need someone to believe in me and someone to give me a go mm-hmm. um and sadly, that I guess that didn't work out. But I, yeah, I, don't, they, I just had that mindset where I was like, I'm just not like, I'm just gonna come back, and and that was where when like straight away, as soon as I left, I was like, you know, see you and what's next kind of thing. And this is the most yeah. unbelievable story. It's, it's crazy. crazy. I like, never get, I've never told it. Like to be fair, and like it's, it's no, so everyone crazy. just wants to know like about Love Island TV and stuff. But like AFL, like there's not probably a lot of people who've actually yeah heard this at all. Really, mate. Well, I, it's it's a really crazy story because like. So I was born in 99, so I'm a few years younger than you. Yeah, yeah. You were born in 96. Yeah, 96, um, yeah. So, and I remember, like I said to you off air, like I was following the draft really closely and especially that year, that 2015 year, I was following it so closely. I remember your story came up and it's it's crazy looking back, doing a potty with you now and yeah. like, you know, looking back on your story and, you know, at the time I was like, this bloke's going to be a jet. It just needs to get his body right and he'll yeah. be like, he'll be a superstar. Um and yeah, like I'm not not sure about superstar. Well, you, I, I, I honestly that. think that you would because well because because I say that because you were this new age of midfielder coming through. You know, you're 191 centimeters. I think you were like 85, 88 kilos. You yeah. know, like a really good size for someone coming through the ranks. And I just remember thinking, like, if this guy gets a chance, like, I reckon he he's going to be an absolute gun. But no, I appreciate going that. to um, it's just it's cool sitting here doing a potty with you. Before we get into the Essendon chat, you know what time it is. The Prime Train supplements 
are the greatest supplements, <laughs> Mitch, in the entire goddamn world. We boys. have 100% <laughs> He's been on, obviously, the protein, 112 kilos. That's why he's looking so big. <laughs> <laughs> We've got right he's on the protein. 100% grass-fed whey protein isolate, the most bioavailable protein for your muscles. We've got that in chocolate and vanilla flavors, which is magnificent. We've also got the unflavors unflavored prime creatine which is fantastic it's going to improve your energy increase your lean muscle mass and just increase your overall performance we've obviously got the prime train pre-workout as well that is our greatest selling it sells out like we sold oh, like boy. 500 units in a month it's just like ridiculous it's um <laughs> we've only got orange flavor at the moment which everyone does love we're bringing in some new flavors any flavors you like of your pre-workout that you I, take i'm like watermelon nice it's a bit different but that's what i'm working for a little yeah. bit zesty yeah a little bit zesty <laughs> 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 we are, we're going to be working on some new flavors. I think we've got some like blue raspberry. We've got in some watermelon. We've got some like lemon lime stuff as well in the works. So just keep an eye out for that, guys, as well. Obviously, the Prime Unwind Wine stuff's going to be coming out in a few weeks. We're just getting that finalized. I'll send you through nice. one if you want. You like it? I them? do. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah. yeah, I like the color. Yeah. Thanks, man. I really appreciate like them, yeah. it. Yeah, I've been in the I've been in the factory, mate, working really, really hard, getting everything perfect. Getting everything perfect. So been working very hard on that obviously we've got our programs and all that sort of stuff as well more apparel and singlets and that sort of stuff coming out in like three to four weeks so make sure you use the code podcast to get 20 percent off any of that because it's pretty much it's the greatest thing that you can ever get your hands on ain't that the truth that is the truth <laughs> <laughs> going back to i think just like the way that you manage to handle setbacks yeah. in your life you go to willie Williamstown, great VFL club. Shout out to them. Obviously, big fans Love of the potty. Williamstown, yeah, they yeah. Listen to, they always listen they to are. each week. I'm still a member, so... Really? Yeah, I am a member. Get down yeah, to Willie, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I want to sponsor a player soon and yeah, get my like, nice. name up there. So, yeah. Are they, Maybe next the, year I'll sponsor goals, a player. Yeah, Seagulls, yeah. They play at one of the most interesting grounds. Oh, mate. We don't lose down there. My That first year I went there, I think we won 15 straight or something really? down there. Yeah, we just do not lose. It's the windiest ground. Windy, wet. It's horrible. Yeah, fuck that. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> not enough uncontested pilfering yeah, there. So it's like literally just in tight, get it forward was the game plan. It's just surge. So it's surge, surge footy. footy. Yeah, surge footy. Oh, God. Now, you had a fantastic year, uh, Willie. Talk yeah. me through that year. Mate, it was, um, yeah, I, I, I chat, chatted to um, a few VFL clubs. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I live uh, just out of the city, so it's like Port Melbourne, that's close or whatever. But um, yeah, the borough, yeah, yeah, of rivalry between yeah, the yeah, goals yeah. and the borough. But um, yeah, a- Andrew Collins, I don't know if you know Andy Collins, mm-hmm. yeah, Hawthorne yeah. great as well. I think he's at the Hawks now, actually, yep. might be an assistant coach. But um, yeah, he, he reached out to me, and I don't know, I had a meeting with him, and um, he's like, there was something about him where we just really got on and he'd been like, he was a tough player. Like he was like a lot, a lot of people either knock probably on me at North. I reckon the coaches thought I was a bit soft okay, and they probably thought I was like uncontested and didn't want to like find the ball and all that. Yep. And it didn't help. I was probably playing like half back and like deep what do you back expect, and all you that. Know? Like I'm not going to lay a tackle. I'm not going to yeah. get a contested ball when I'm playing half back or half. Like, yeah, yeah. I wasn't, I was probably, I wanted to play midfield and that was my thing going back to VFL was like, I want to play midfield. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to play half back. I'm not half back. And mm. my whole time off, I was playing half back, third tall. Um, it was just that when you're that sort of difficult height, it's yeah. like they kind of just get moved around. You haven't around grown up playing it as well. Like yeah. everyone wants to play as a midfield I, I their taught, whole life. Yeah, obviously. I sort of played like a little bit half back under 18s, but mm. like I played there so I avoided contact because <laughs> yeah. my shoulder was fucked. Like, <laughs> Fair enough. That was, why, that was why I was there. So um, yeah, I was... I was 
after my last year at uh, North, I was I had hadn't had any major surgery, so it was probably like the first time I got to have a, like a good preseason. Yeah, yeah, went down to Willie. Um, VFL was a lot different to what it was back then. It was a lot like sort of older and whatnot. I was like probably the third youngest guy there. Yeah, wow. I was very young. Yeah, um, in our sort of twenty two that was playing every week. And yeah, yeah, I was going all right to start the year. Probably the first. Um, yeah, the first like six or seven games, I was going. I was playing on a wing. I was like a little bit young, and I, mm-hmm. I was going alright. I was having some good games, and then I was a little bit inconsistent. Yep. Um, but I was like enjoying it. Andy was good. I, I loved his like mentality. He really like toughened me up. Like he was yeah. hard on me at training. Like he was really hard on me. But I think it was because he saw something in me, and because mm-hmm. we got on really well and we could relate because like, I've heard stories I don't know if this is true so I don't want to out okay. Colo but um, I'll send him this podcast like, if this is true or not we still are send him the timestamp well, I'm going to have to send him the timestamp but there was where he wasn't in the team at Hawthorne and apparently he's at training ran through blokes that were in his spot to like get in the team yeah really so, like, injured pers- them but, yeah like gone through them at training and that to get into the team so I've heard that story I don't know if it's true or I not I honestly think that that's what AFL uh, uh, Sammy Mars talks about it how yeah. like the Sydney boys when you start the 2k they used to come and elbow you at the start and try when they ran past you Mate, elbow it's you doggy and try and, dog it's AFL. Doggy like, I'd, dog. now if i got back there i'd be oh. like throwing elbow. <laughs> <laughs> i think it's changed though now i don't yeah. think it's much uh, well look i've got absolutely yeah, no fucking yeah, idea no. but from what i hear it's it's changed the kind of everyone's a bit more inclusive but before yeah. it was a bit more of a hierarchy setup yeah it was very much like a hierarchy setup yeah. when i was there but um, yeah, so I was going all right. And then I remember it was quite funny. We were playing, I think it was about round sort of eight or so yeah, seven or eight. It was about that. And I remember we were playing North Melbourne that weekend. And I remember it was Tuesday night and after training, Colo's like, guy. Oh, he always used to call me kid. He'd be like, kid, come to the office. And I'd be like, oh, fuck, what have I done? Oh, no. So he sat me down and he goes, playing North this week. Like, how are you feeling? And I was like, oh, good. Like, we better beat him, like sort of thing and yeah. all that. And he goes, man, I think I'm going to play inside mid this week. Ooh. And I was like, oh, I'd like that. He goes, yeah, just cut loose and like give it to him sort of thing, like pumping me up a bit. He's like, I know you like want to like cracking because he knew I wanted to play inside mid. Mm-hmm. And I was a big boy too. I wanted to like throw it around yeah. at this point because I trained really hard, put on a lot of weight mm-hmm. and all that. So I was ready to go. So anyway, I was like, sweet. So I've come out, played inside mid, and um, yeah, a lot of the guys obviously I played the year before, and yeah, I had I had, I had a pretty good game. That was game. a bit of chat back and forth. There, to be field? fair, I got along with a lot of the boys, so there wasn't. Okay. Um, there wasn't a little bit, and I was like, in my head, I was like, so like I'm going to smash these boys. Like that was <laughs> yeah. in my head. I was like, we have to win, and do we you, won. Do you almost hate them, even though? You don't hate the bloke. <laughs> you don't you hate, hate them, but, but there's like, something you where you're like, like, I know North what it, Melbourne. I, I know what it's like. I don't, yeah. I don't have any hard feelings because like it is what it is, and like timing yeah. and all that. Like there's so much that goes into have. There's so much luck that's involved with AFL, mm-hmm. but in that specific situation, I was like, for that week, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna like just chop gonna... these guys up. <laughs> and to be fair, like we had a good team, and we yeah. we ended up winning by. Oh, 15 goals probably oh, and I had mid 30s a couple of goals, <laughs> couple of goals like 10 oh, tackles man. yeah so I think getting that was fantasy yeah, yeah yeah give me other, had me as captain for that one but um but yeah that <laughs> was probably the, that was the turning point in VFL for me because like after that it was like I just played inside mid from now on. Colo mm. was like, "Well, I'm not going to put you back on a wing now, are, am I?" Like, and from there, I just like gained so much confidence, and that was kind of where it took off um, mm. for me. And then that was mid-season draft that year. Um, that was the first year they'd done it. So I remember I started to get like a few phone calls about mid-season draft. There was like a bit of media being like, "Oh, he could go in the mid-season draft yeah. now and and whatnot," because I think I'd started to play inside mid a few games after that. I was mm. starting to play really well. 
Um, so then, yeah, the mid-season draft was sort of on the cards for me all of a sudden, which mm. I didn't even think about. And I guess it in my head, thing, I was really. like, yeah, it wasn't really a thing. Yeah. And it just happened. And um, yeah, I was thinking like, oh, well, this is going to be, I don't know. I just always just thought I'm, I'll be back. But like part of me was like, fuck, I want to finish the year with the boys at Willie because yeah. I loved it. That was like, that was my favourite year it's of footy. It's the best year of footy because you don't it's the care. best foot of footy, yeah. Like, you uh, it was, it's serious, but it's like, it's different. Less, yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. You just like, don't have that pressure on you. And, yeah. And all that, and I thrived like that. And um, like college, probably the best coach I've had to da- to this day. Wow, that's incredible! Um, and big he, rap, yeah, big huge rap for him. He really did turn my probably footy around a lot. But um, yeah, so mid season draft was on the cards. I remember I was working at a like, custom sportswear uh, company <laughs> and playing footy as well. So that's a bit different. But so I was at, I was at work and I got the call from Essendon actually for the mid season draft that afternoon. It was on that night. Wow! And they were like, oh, you know, we're thinking we might take you tonight. I was like, oh, shit, how shit. good, like, this is, like, <laughs> how good's this, yeah, Let's I was like, it. oh, okay, like, whatever, and then we just chatted to, oh, I chatted to him on the phone, um, about for, I don't know, 15 minutes, and like, oh, no guarantees, but we'll see, so I like, hung up that phone, and like, oh, how good's this, like, I mean, I probably, like, I kind of thought I was on, I'd bring my parents straight away, and like, I was like, I think, I, I think I'm, I'm going to go tonight, yeah, like, how good's this, like, whatever. So anyway, like I go home, mid-season draft, I'm by myself. My parents were back home and yeah, I did, I, they didn't pick me. They picked another bloke. So that they was, pick they picked Will Snelling instead. Oh yeah. Um, he he's still there. Okay. Yeah, he's, he yeah, he's doing he, all right. He's all right. So, um, yeah, didn't pick me. So that was like a little bit of a, a little bit of a kick in the guts. But to be fair, like I'd been through so much worse. I was a bit down for like a day or two and I was like, oh, well. it was the same thing. I was just like, I'm just going to prove him wrong again. Setback, yeah. dude. Like, it's just another setback, dude. It's crazy. Having it's like, it's bad. just like, I was like, oh, I'll just prove him wrong again. Like, it wasn't like a big deal to me. Like mm-hmm. for a few days, I'm the type of person who's down for a day or two if something bad happens. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, well, like, it's worse. You know, I just get over it and let's move forward and like get on with it. Mm. Did they so, do any follow-up calls to no say follow-up. like, we no. might pick you up at the end of Mate, the year? Mate, there was no follow-up. Like, I didn't I didn't speak to him. Yeah, yeah. I didn't speak to him the whole year. So, like, we finished off with the year. We had a really good year. We made the granny, lost by a couple of points, but we had a really good year. I had a pretty good. I just I was playing inside mid whole second half of the the year. year. I had I had a a good season. I was VFL team of the year, all that kind of thing. Mm Um, but yeah, it was kind of good because we were, we were a good team. So it was a lot. I didn't wasn't really thinking about the draft because like, I want to win a premiership now. And like, yeah. I really loved the club. I loved the boys, like all that kind of thing. So I was like, how good would this be? Because I'll be a life member of this footy club yeah. now. And yeah, we made the granny, or we we played Essendon in the prelim, knocked them out. That was like that, that was, was also a good feeling. Another, yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, another little yeah, yeah, that was a good another feeling too. In the um, and then yeah, we play, lost the granny by a couple of points, which is obviously shattering. Um, but it is what it is, and then and then yeah, I kind of just like went away on holiday for a bit, and um, yeah, had a few calls, came back, had a few interviews with clubs and all that kind of thing, and um, yeah, obviously just like the normal sort of interviews you have, and um, I'd, I'd not spoken to Essendon, I'd spoke to a few other teams, so I thought maybe I might go there. My manager had no idea either, mm. and then yeah, it was like. I think I didn't get drafted, but then it was rookie draft and then randomly pick seven or eight Essendon picked me and I couldn't believe it. I was just like, I've not spoken to these guys since that one 15-minute phone wow, call so they didn't time. even call you? Nothing. There was no follow-up from that and they didn't even call me before the draft. Far out. Unbelievable. Like, I couldn't believe convers- it. Because like, going into the rookie draft, I was like, I'd spoken to a few clubs that had picks and that and I was like, oh, that, that those were the picks I was waiting for. I was yeah. like, that's where I could go. And then randomly it was like picks, I think it was eight or nine or seven, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Um, and yeah, got got drafted to SNL. I couldn't believe How'd it. How did you feel like, after that? Were you like, 
this is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was another, like, this, like, relief. Yeah, yeah, I was like, this is uh, unbelievable. I think, I, to be honest, it was just tears. I was, like, crying. I That's ran my amazing. parents. And, like, Dodoro's trying to ring me and I'm on the phone to my dad. And I was like, I was just over the moon. Who's like, off Dodoro? Yeah. I'm on the phone to mum. Yeah. Like, you call me for bloody weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you call me yeah, six know, months, yeah. Dodoro. But, um, no, it was like... <laughs> It was, yeah, it was just a good moment. I think even my parents were probably, like, emotional as well because it was like, like, I'd done it. Like, I'd done what I'd set out to do. It was such a fulfilling feeling. And then, yeah, got on the phone to him and he was like, I'll come down to the club now or are you you at work or whatever? And I hadn't taken the day off. So, so I come down to the footy club right now. So, basically, within being drafted, within half half hour, 45 minutes, I was at the footy club. Straight to the hangar. Yeah, straight to the hangar. I met all the boys and all that, which was good. And I didn't start till the Monday, but sort of met everyone and saw the club and all that and and then yeah I was I was back on a list so all right the rest is history pretty much well, well I think it it's a weird one because I do I there was covid the the my year at Essendon oh, um, yeah. and then like once again it was like I had a few weeks pre-season didn't did my media with my left knee had surgery missed a lot covid hit missed a lot like couldn't even it was play. just yeah you couldn't even play VFL there was no VFL we got moved I came back you still played four games for the Donzo uh, yeah, four or five that year. Yeah. yeah, maybe five. Yeah, yeah, four or five. So but I played alright. You but got delisted after. Playing I thought. Four I actually games. thought. I actually genuinely thought I wasn't. I thought I was going to get another year. Mm. I was like, I played the second last game of the year. And I played alright. Like I didn't play too bad. We got pumped. I actually, I didn't remember, play too I, bad. I remember this game. Um, I do. I remember it. Was it yeah. Port Adelaide up yeah, in Adelaide, yeah, yeah. and we got smoked. Like yeah, whatever. But. Um, yeah, I played all right, and then I came out the team the next week, and I was like, I was a bit surprised. I was like, fuck, like, I was a bit surprised to come out of the team. But anyway, I just sort of copped it on the chin and thought, oh well, like I played a few games now, I played a little bit of footy. Sure, you done enough. VFL. As I was a like, rookie, I was like, as a rookie, maybe you got rookie again. Ah, like, uh, yeah, I could have. Yeah, you yeah, could have been yeah. and rookie again. I was like, oh, hopefully I'll just get another year, and like hopefully this year will be uninterrupted preseason and all that year. and that kind of thing. But yeah, they were like, didn't yeah, got got. Got the got the call got the again. Uh, it was pretty like it was different though because we were in a hub. I actually got like they were like grab me and another bloke and like we got delisted together. Me and another bloke. I swear, crazy, eh? Far out. It was like they brought you in together. I swear, they didn't even bring us. There was like and we were about to leave the hub. Like the last game had been done. I literally remember it. And I'd spoke to them on the Wednesday. Had a meeting. They were doing exit interviews. And they're like, oh, we're not sure yet. Whatever. So I was like, all right, I'm probably just gonna have to wait and see. Like, could I'll see what happens in the trade period and all that. I'd called my manager and he was the same. He's like, oh, they have given us nothing. We're not sure. Like, it'll probably just be wait and see. Like, yep. you have to wait a few months. And I was like, all right, like, I'll just train and, like, hope for the best and get as fit as I can, all that kind of thing. We're literally about to leave the hub and we've gone up to, like, the, to eat breakfast or whatever. Oh, no. So they've gone there and they've gone, they've picked me and another bloke out. Together. Who else do they pick? You're allowed to say as well. I probably won't. Okay. I'll just keep him out of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just to be oh, safe. Okay, but, fair enough. Um, yeah, he knows who he is. Whoever he is. I'm sure he Oh, you would probably everywhere. know him. Sure I'll, tell you, I'll tell you off air. Okay. You'll probably know him. Um, and and then, yeah. And I remember that he was like, oh, could we just chat to you quickly? And I remember turning to him going like, oh, we're all right sort of thing. Like, we'll be all right. They're not going to like... We're together. together. I was like, we're all right. Like, we'll, they're just going to be like, oh, we're going to have to wait and see. Words, yeah. <laughs> so we got pulled aside and then literally just got pulled aside into like a couch somewhere. And they were just like, oh, yeah, look, we've, to be like, boys, we haven't got contracts for both you next year. And like, I was just like, Jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could literally like just hear the pin drop. I was like, oh, jeez. So, yeah, that was like a bit rough too. But anyway, oh, it's, right all, it's all part of it, isn't it? It's well, all part of footy. It's, it it's is, a brutal it? industry. What, yeah. Like, do you reckon that the delisting and kind of the way that it all works is is fair? Um, 
hard. It's I, it's at the end of the day the way the way I, I look at it is like it's no different to a business. If like the employees are not performing or whatever, like they get people get like lose their it's job. Cut, it's more cutthroat, it's so than, cutthroat than, yeah. than a real business. Oh, absolutely. Like, and there's always know. there's always more to it as well. Like mm. it's never there's always a lot to it. Um, but yeah, as I say, I'm not like I don't sit here and like because you know things that hope like luckily for me i have landed on my feet but it could have gone the other way and you know well whatever i want to i want to get into that because you know you've you've probably been three years spent three years or four years now at afl different afl clubs yeah, altogether. yeah about that yeah. um you know by the end of 2020 you've got kind of nowhere really to go or mm. the end of 2019 i think no 2020 yeah, 20, 2020, yeah, 2020, yeah, 2020 yeah you got yeah. nowhere to go and you're like what do i do yeah. what like what were you gonna do? You know, oh, let's, let's forget I don't about love. Let's think that Love Island never happened. Yeah, you know? it wasn't on my radar like, at that what point. What would you be? Like, what not. would you be doing right now if Love Island never happened? Oh, mate, I would hate to think. To be fair, probably honestly, probably right now, I'd still be playing VFL, Willie. I reckon. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd probably still be playing VFL, and I'd probably be. Oh, I don't know. I'd, I'd started to sort of work on a few business things at Essendon, like midway through the year, yep. just because like, not that I was planning for post footy, just because it was like, I would want to kind of set myself up. I had sort of had that mm-hmm. mindset and I sort of knew how like harsh footy can be and that it can end at any moment. So I was like, I kind of want to try and set myself up here. But mate, I would be like, I'd be, I'd be playing footy at Willie, I reckon. You might be at the um, Rovers with me. Maybe I could be at the Rovers, yeah. <laughs> I got you down. Could be, yeah, we could be just chopping up like, each <laughs> half four flank, yeah, mate. I'll, I'll be full four. I'll be I don't full think I'll be leaving mate. the square. <laughs> you, the square. you can run up and I'll stay in the square. <laughs> I'll start in the square and then I'll run up and then I'll somehow get back. I don't know how. Um, do you reckon that the AFL set you up with enough resources for post-footy? To, I sound like the media I think, now. I sound no, like I Robbo on AFL yeah, 360. Yeah. <laughs> give the footy answers. Give heaps without giving footy anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like that. Um, Please don't think that. Like, I really don't care. I think like, even when I left North, it was really like, you just get one follow-up call from the from a, the welfare guy and that's kind of it. And it was pretty similar to this. And they rang me once, maybe like, how are you going? And I'm like, oh yeah, sweet. And that was kind of it really. Like, Did, do you, it wasn't did you like, expect more? Oh, not really like to be fair yeah. after the first time I was just like I kind of knew what to expect even like getting delisted the second time it wasn't like I didn't sit there like expect it was still hard but I was like I knew what was happening and like I was like oh I kind of just knew like oh you'll be like you'll be all right and even after Essendon I went back and played VFL again because I did still think I could play AFL so yeah. I was like well you're gonna go try and do time. it yeah I was like I'll come a third time but wow. I don't know, it's hard because like, I'm sure if I reached out and was like, oh, can you get me in contact with these people and that, they, they would have done that. But yeah, I, I I probably just wasn't really sure what I was going to do. So I didn't really, yeah. I was probably like, yeah, I was just like, oh, I didn't really have any plans. So it is scary to think like what could have mm. happened really because like it is some people when they have too much time on their hands, it's not a good thing. So, yeah, well, um, exactly right. And I think that, you know, a lot of people, struggle that that become an athlete and then struggle because yeah. they probably don't have I mean, you the see it all the time yeah you see it all the time it to do what they yeah. want to do and they had that structure of like training mm. be here at this time you got to be here at this time meeting at this time and then they lose that They've and then it. and then their life just goes downhill mm. so um yeah it is scary to think what like could have could have happened but mm-hmm. yeah i think after Essendon, i did take a little bit of a break and i went back to willie Played the played the year at Willie and um yeah I did I had a I was playing pretty well I actually thought I could get drafted again get in the mid season there was a mid season yeah, draft wow. and um the coach there was a different coach 
um, back then, but we were really getting on and he was sort of like real like confident in me and he was like, I've had like some calls and things are going well and um, I'd, I'd just gone back with, at that point, I'd gone back with the mindset like, fuck it, like I have nothing to lose here, just, just go. go. Like, and no you, know, you know in a game year? of footy, sorry? No injuries that year? No, nah, no, nah, I, yeah, I, okay. I think it was COVID year, but I just what, went back and I'd like, I've got nothing to lose here. That was 2021, wasn't it? Yeah, 2021. Yeah, yeah. I played VFL that year as and well. Could come and up against was... each other, it would have been a bit of fun. Yeah, <laughs> let's... Uh, Let's get into a bit of Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> Fun stuff. Very, very not well, so the not so you, grim and gloomy stuff. <laughs> you come out of like a four or five year footy career. Yeah. And I remember turning on Love Island. I actually watched the first episode, <laughs> and I don't watch much reality TV. I'm not a big fan of it. And uh, I remember turning it on, and that Ryan came out. I think he was one. Yeah. Ryan Reed. Yeah, yeah, Ryan. Yeah. Name. I remember Aaron coming out. And I remember you coming out. I think you guys were the oh, I, No, I came in day two you or three. Day, yeah, I was, I was like straight. Like, yeah. Was, they had a day and then I came in. You were it like was an great. intruder. I had the perfect okay. time, yeah. What, uh, talk me through kind of the process of, of how Love Island came about. Did they contact you? Mate, it was weird. Like, to be fair, like what had happened, um, it had like, we'd sort of, so footy was going, it was COVID year and all that. And I remember they'd started advertising Love Island, Love Island. And I was just like, not really. Like I'd played footy, I was playing all right. I still kind of wanted to get drafted and I was having a good year too. So I didn't really think anything of it. And I remember one of my mates actually, um, Big Garns. Yeah, yeah. Big Garns, <laughs> shout out to Big Tay. But, um, but yeah, he like saw it and he sort of like sent it to me being like, oh, I should do this, it'll be funny as. Like kind of like <laughs> cheering me up a bit. And I was like, nah, like, I can't do this. Like footy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back, like, yeah. whatever. And um and then yeah he was like oh I'll do the I'll there was heap I think I clicked on it and there was just heaps to fill yeah in. There's so and I was like mate I'm not filling this in no. like I, I haven't got time for this and um and he's like oh I'll do it for you and I was like oh fuck all right well all if right. you're gonna do it just do it but like, I, I don't want to know but like whatever no way so he did it I remember I was I was at Port Melbourne Beach about to get in the water like recovery and he was like oh like ringing me about it and I'm like oh you just answer whatever you think like yeah. if I get it, if whatever happens yeah, happens like what like, who are you so, interested in yeah, like, I, what? Like, I have no idea what he put down to this day he could have <laughs> stitched me right up thing. yeah he's obviously like done the right thing so um yeah anyways I filled it in whatever um, didn't hear back like for a little while. So, like, I, the VFL that's been called off, or, or it hadn't been called off at that point. We're sort of still playing. Yeah, it was like now a weird again. time. We yeah. kind of knew it was going to get. We just sort of off. like going through footy. Didn't really go through it, and then I think I got like an email back, and it was like, "Oh, can you fill in these questions?" Forward it to Garns. Garns, can you fill these in for me? He's <laughs> done the same thing. You micromanaged your whole yeah, life. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, manager. yeah. And then, um, <laughs> and then. Um, yeah, I think I got got a um, email again, being like, "Oh, we 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 want to do a Zoom call." No way. And I've gone, "You're kidding!" Like, fuck. Sure, you're taking so a piss friend, out yeah, of yeah. So I've rang, I've rang guys and been like, "Mate, what have you been what saying?" You? Like, <laughs> I've been, you must be stitching me up here. They want to have a Zoom <laughs> call with me. Did you do a Zoom call? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is like, uh, that's not what you. So put you're typed your blondes, but you said brunettes. <laughs> like, um, so I, I, he sent me the things I like read through them quickly, and he's just like, "All basic stuff, anyway." Yeah. And then, yeah, did a Zoom call and then I chatted to him for literally five minutes and the girl's like, oh, yeah, we want to meet you in person after a couple of really? minutes, which I don't know if that's a compliment or they go, this guy's guy just, he's an idiot, like he's, <laughs> he's perfect for this, yeah. Camera's not working. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, but I had a quick Zoom call and they're like, oh, we're going to be in touch soon with COVID and all that. I'm like, sweet. So I'm still playing footy at this point and just yep. like, it's in the background. I'm not really thinking anything. I didn't take it serious. I was like, oh. Did you get any type of like, oh, did, did you ever stop for a second and just think, 
oh, I could be like, I, I honestly didn't. I honestly just never wow. thought of it. I just like, oh, this will never happen. Like, I, just, I was like, and I was just playing footy, like, not caring, like, just living my life. Mm. And then, um, and then, yeah, they, uh, they were like, it came to the day, they're like, oh, can you, what time can we meet you? Whatever. I had to go to some hotel in the city or whatever it was. So, mm-hmm. Um, even even then I wasn't like that can and he's like oh go just do it and I'm like oh what have I got to lose oh, like I'm not doing anything like yeah. whatever I'll go so I went to the interview and like I went in completely like you walk into a room people were sitting there and like every guy's just sitting there like nervous out like really so and I like walked in there like slapping up everyone like <laughs> just being like just be me like whatever yeah, yeah Conor McGregor walking yeah. <laughs> and then like just talking to everyone in the waiting room like everyone's like nervous doesn't want to speak and I'm like oh so what are you doing mate like just be like, just being me, just like, being normal, yeah. And then I reckon, like, someone was watching, like, everyone interact too. I yeah, feel like, well, I felt from their point of view, like, they'll be silly if they, they didn't. need to see that. But I didn't really cross with me. But anyway, I've walked in there, like, into the interview, and it was COVID, so not everyone could be there. So it was like, it was like this, like, they yeah. were just interviewing you. And there was a big TV in cameras the back yeah. with heaps of cameras, and then there was on Zoom, and there would have been like 200 people on Zoom, what? but they were all blacked out cameras, so all you could see was like black squares. Oh, no, yeah. Way. So, that, so obviously, it's all like exact channel nine like everyone crazy yeah so and i was like oh shit like this is serious like it's proper lighting like everything i'm like shit this is serious like this is wild and then um and then yeah had the interview and like to be honest i just thought i was just being funny like i didn't take any of it serious i was just like having a joke (laughs) i wonder if they thought that you were taking the piss or if they were like He's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it was just, yeah, I don't even know. I was like, I remember like one of the girls, there was like a girl asking me questions. She was asking me about footy and that. And like, honestly, I was just flirting with her. Like, <laughs> ge- I genuinely was, I swear. I was like, just like having a laugh, like just really flirting. And they just seemed to really like me, like Jeez. whatever. And obviously I think they like the whole like AFL background and all of that. Course, I think it's obviously- AFL star that they'll put yeah, up. And the the star of nine star games. Yeah. <laughs> they but, always um, love throwing in like, AFL player comes into I think, Love I think Island Star gets thrown around very loosely. Like Daily Mail, you get called a star. Like, I'll take it. All the mate, all your mates send it to yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> star. I don't know. I take it, but yeah. Oh god. Um, so yeah, and then as I was leaving, they're like, oh, like whatever it was, they're like, oh, can you get some photos? So I did some photos, whatever. And then yeah, didn't really like hear from it for ages. Like to be Ooh. fair, and I kind of thought it was like, oh, it's like nothing's really happened. I didn't know if it like went well or not. When I was leaving, I was like, oh, I just. Whatever. It was just a conversation. Like, who knows if it was good or not? Jeez. And then, yeah, and then I got like a uh, an email, and, and it was like it was probably like a month, six weeks later, and it was like, oh, can you do a heap of blood tests, go to Medicals the doctor, and, and all shit, that? Yeah. yeah. And that's when I was like, oh, like this is kind of getting serious now. Like, I could be a chance here, <laughs> and I'm still playing footy at this you point. You start sending it to your mates and stuff, and saying, Boys, I, I'm I, a di- I didn't, because they were like, you can't tell anyone, and I was like, a lot of my Smart. mates as well would at footy clubs, like they would just tell, tell everyone, everyone at footy clubs. They'd be like, oh, he's doing this, and it would just get a around like yeah. crazy so i only really told tay um i did i honestly i didn't really say anything to my parents my brother knew but Jeez. i didn't really say anything to my parents because i didn't really like i didn't know if i was going to do it as well if mm. i got it because i never really took it serious yeah wow. it was just like in the background and then then yeah i did the medical and we were sort of playing footy and i was like fuck i might have to make a decision here of like if i'm gonna, what I'm gonna play do. finish the season or i'm gonna go on tv like what what i'm gonna Jeez. do here but then i guess um yeah I think I didn't reply to heaps of emails. Then one morning, I literally got woken up by a call at like 7 a.m. from a producer, a random phone number, and I answered and like, I was waking up. And they're like, oh, why have you not been responding to your emails? I was like, I haven't got any. I, like, I haven't got any. And yeah, I don't even look at them too <laughs> half the time. And, um, and they're like, oh, like, we want you on the show. And I was like, and I'm like, waking up, I'm like, sorry, what? Like, and they're like, we, we, want, we want you on the show. And I'm like, 
fuck. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, shit. Like, what am I going to do? do? Yeah. I'm like, genuinely sitting there and I'm like, oh, sh-. and she's like, he's still single. Like, he's still keen. And I'm like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, they're like, oh, we'll, they'll be in touch later today. We're going to send through all this stuff. We're going to book your flights, like, all that. And it was like, it was still like six or seven weeks away. Like Jeez. I knew in advance, um, they had to get organized with COVID. There was a heap of like hurdles to COVID go through thing. and did stuff. You, did you go to Spain or did you do it? It intro? was first one was in Byron. Yeah. yeah okay. So it was like, but like even to fly from Melbourne to Sydney, there was so much stuff you had to go through. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I called, I called my parents and sort of said, and they were, I think they were a bit like, oh. What'd they say? They were a bit like, oh, like, do you really want to sure do you this kind do of this? thing? Yeah. And then I sort of like spoke to, I guess spoke to oh, my brother. I spoke to Garns and was like, he couldn't believe it. He was like, what the hell? Like, what the, <laughs> he was like, yeah, do it. Like, it'll be so funny. Bro, like, do it. Whatever. Bro. And I'm like, shit, like, I don't know, like, if I should did do this. Did you ever get nervous at any stage? You're like, oh. I did at that point when I knew, like, I was going on. Happen. I was like, shit. But I, I hadn't told anyone. Then I was like, I think we're playing playing footy uh, still the season was sort of it was like a, a, you play a game two weeks off a game on I was like stuff the season anyway yeah. like whatever and then I think I just made the call where I was like oh like I, I'm not going to get this chance again mm. like footy's sort of like yeah I'm, I'm enjoying footy but like you know am I going to get drafted again I don't know I thought I was playing well um, all that kind of thing but I was like screw it I'm just going to do it like what, what I, have you got to lose I was like what have I got to lose and mm. also I was like my life's just the same like I'm playing footy I'm still playing footy. I'm doing like the same thing. I, you work, you're relying on your footy club to get your yeah. job. Like I was that guy. Like I wasn't like, didn't really have like, I didn't have heaps going on. I wasn't going to go to uni or anything like that. Yeah. So I was like, look, why not? Like, what have I got to lose? You're a great career. You know, well, like social media thing, could like, be a very comfortable career if you do it right. Did you I didn't realise it was such a big thing. Yeah, I well, really like, did not. Yeah, probably... I don't think a lot of people have any idea like No, the, I don't think like, anyone does what the power do. and what you can do and, yeah. the, and all it's that. It's technically kind of thing. advertising, right? Like it's technically it's running just marketing, ads. really, isn't exactly it? Yeah, right. yeah. Did you ever think with your footy background that going on to Love Island you get taken the piss out of a lot, a lot. and you were like Mate, I have no doubt to this day I'm the joke of many football clubs. I have no doubt. Really? I reckon for sure. Do you reckon you could ever return to play football after doing Love Island? I could now because I don't really give a shit. And yeah, like, really. fuck, what's anyone like, what's anyone going to say that no one said before, yeah. you know what I mean? But I think when I first came off, um, I was like, oh, I probably I thought I was like, oh, but then I'm like, if I want to, like, why does it matter? What's anyone going to say? You went on love, like, so what, mate? Like, love Island. If, if you oh, get imagine, yeah. I can imagine what if, people if would someone, say. If them. someone said to you, like, come on here for a free holiday, like, you would probably do it too. Fucking like, no, bro. like, it's just like, go to Spain, mate, up with some- <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's, but um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't really bother me. I would might like, we'll see what happens in the future, but mm. yeah. Uh, it's crazy like I reckon no doubt there would be football clubs I've heard people telling me like this guy's like said this and I'm like who cares dude like, who cares bro, like, you never it's so fun. Like, you, you, mate I see TikToks people ragging you over the fan and mate. you're like turning around like give it a time <laughs> I'm like yeah that's it I love it bro I love yeah. it even yesterday oh, like, I posted it. a story um, about the Tassie team and like how good like born and bred and I, I jokingly I was like oh I might dust off the boots and come back and play <laughs> mate the amount of DMs I got from boys being like nah we don't want to see you play again <laughs> like, you couldn't get a kick all this I'm like fucking hell mate, mate like, some people it's crazy. Have, must have the most boring lives to, mate, like, it's genuinely crazy like go and worry about it's like it's crazy I, yeah, go, I just get messages all the time just like from a random person I just had a re- message request today like you're a flog go and like fucking make some money like do something that's productive <laughs> come on, like, bro, like, go to the like, gym and train oh, like, yeah. do something uh, you obviously won Love Island which is a yeah. massive congratulations um, to you with, with the lovely Tina yeah um, 
You obviously went on it again in 2022, <laughs> did, which yeah. was a <laughs> funny experience. Would you ever go on it a third time? A third time? Oh, I mean, the Australian season's coming up, so you can never say never, can you? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think, yeah, who knows? I'd, I'd love to do some form of TV again. I really enjoy being in those unscripted environments where like anything can happen. Like, I enjoy that. It's it's fun. I don't take myself serious at all. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun. But yeah, I think Love Island Australia probably, no. I might have probably done... All do I could well. probably do on that now. <laughs> I think people be like, not this bloke again. <laughs> three, three years yeah, in a row. Yeah, three years is a lot. Yeah. Get a call back. What's, uh, what's next? What's next for Mitch Hibbard? Where are you going to be in a couple of years? Apart from my beat on. <laughs> <laughs> a few months. Two months. Um, what's next? I, don't really, I honestly don't really know. I'm like just sort of taking it as it comes at the moment. Any, op- any opportunity. Am I a bit of a yes man? So I kind of just say yes to, mm-hmm. to everything at the moment. But yeah, I'm really enjoying... Um, everything at the moment I want to yeah hopefully I, I will be like maybe like presenting or something like that awesome. I wouldn't mind doing um, something like that so sort of working on on maybe like a gig like that but I got my own uh, business launching hopefully in the next six awesome. to seven weeks um, can like, you give us a little insight I can uh, rainbow skincare very nice Plug, rainbow skincare no way okay uh, yeah so yep. uh, started started it was I started working on it when I was at Essendon so four years unbelievable four years yeah with um, what, what kind of skincare are we talking we're a bit talk- of moisturiser everything moisturiser cleanser and we've got masks as well for no female and, and male as well so, wow well I'll, uh, get, I'll, for, I'll give it a mate, purchase we'll, we'll, be, we'll send plenty over for you Oh. And uh, and the podcast list as well. Unbelievable. We'll get a discount. We'll get we'll discount it code. We'll yeah. front, front Disca- discount code for our pod or whatever it was. <laughs> get that code podcast. Yeah, podcast. <laughs> we'll be back. But um, yeah, got got that coming, which is super exciting. Um, that's with Garns as well. We started oh. that four years ago. So awesome. um, yeah, it's about about to um yeah about, about go time now for that so Mate, that's unbelievable. It's super exciting. So that um bit of TV again, hopefully or presenting or something yeah. like that and. Yeah, just keep keep hanging around like a bad smell, I suppose. I can't, I can't wait to see what you do. Now, before we get into our last section with just a few Q&As from the fans, Ooh. we want to do a quick shout-out to Whoop. Now, have you heard about the Whoop bands? I have heard about Whoop bands, Have you got yeah. one? I haven't got one, nah. fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> These Whoop bands are literally a ticket, man. I freaking wear them every day. Um, it's actually been so good because uh, I get to check what, like, my recovery is and like what my daily strain is, which is like how much work I do in a day. And it's like, it's good high. to like measure. Well, it's good to measure like when I play a good game of footy, what my like recover, like when I play a good game, my recovery is in the green. Yeah. And when I don't play a good game, it's like in the red, like it's not very good. So it's really good for like tracking that sort of stuff. If you play footy or whatever you, whatever sport that you play or just an everyday kind of athlete, it's fantastic to get. I'm surprised more pro athletes don't have it. I wish all of them had access to it. It's fantastic. So make sure you guys go check out Whoop. Love that. Um, and you should probably get one yourself. I will. Ibiza. First thing I'm doing. Now. You have terrible recovery. <laughs> 99%. Every, 0% recovery every day when you wake up. All right, let's get into some Q&As from the fans. Let's go. We've got, we've got, <laughs> we've got four questions. One of them is not very serious because it's from Brayden. Um, first question. Is it hard to form a relationship when cameras are around you? That is a tough question. I feel like in those environments, it's very like, it's very lovely. Like they'll be like, oh, they want people to get together. They'll be like, go date this person and all that. Like it's very like, the in a way, it's sometimes not, telling no, it's you not really, do. it's honestly not scripted, but it's just like, you're in that environment where mm. it's like, you're there for that. So it's very like, like you're not just going to sit around the pool all day and not speak to anyone. Of so it's, like, it's kind of what you do. So I feel mm. like, I feel like to a degree, things are not like forced, but I feel like they're, 
the environment Advanced. pushes you. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, like, it advances, like, the time and all that, but I feel like the environment pushes you. It's like, all right, like, you know, you're not just going to sit around the pool all day, like, go and speak and, and see, what, see what goes on. Yeah. So, the environment very much, like, supports and, like, pushes you to, like, find something. But yeah, I mean it's a good thing. I had fast track things, but yeah. yeah, once you get once you get out into the real world, it's obviously like completely different to the villa because yeah. it's not like that. And well, there's more like sounds bad, but like there's more options in the real world. You know, like in the villa, oh yeah, there's only it's obviously like, like, like limited, options, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And I know you know, sometimes you might think it's more serious than what it is, mm. but I think the, the big thing I found was coming out. Like once you get into the real world, you start people going to work like you're mm. going to see your family your friends but when you're in that environment there's 12 people in a luxury villa mm. and you don't have to worry about cooking clean, like nothing everything so it's like, obviously like you're just going to like yeah so it's like you're in this like heaven really yeah and then when you get out you're like oh i'm back at work like i'm back doing this i've mm. got to cook for myself now there's a lot more things to consider so yeah. it's a big big difference puts a bit of strain on the relationship it, it does because you're just not used to it mm. like yeah exactly right are you natty I am nice. Who's that boy? from? Is that from? Is that from Gab? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get the question every week. Doesn't matter who really? I have on. Doesn't matter who I have on. There's always a Q and A on Are You Nutty? So yeah, there you yeah. Go. Um, Brayden, uh, Brayden Ham, Hammy, good friend of the podcast. Obviously, listens we every week. Um, asks what could you do like a, maybe a bit of a vlog or like tell us what a week in Ibiza looks like <laughs> Ham you know what a night out looks like with me <laughs> let alone a week in Ibiza but um, yeah so oh, long, long story short um, I am off to Europe for the summer um, one of my mates uh, is, uh, I don't know if anyone knows out there is um, his dad's close with Wayne Lineker so mm. uh, we're looking forward to a real good uh, summer. four days or summer um, out in Ibiza so we've got a few uh, day beds we've got a few booths all that planned so it's going to be a big four days but very um, jealous yeah yeah. I'll, ke- I'll probably keep it off the stories I reckon maybe but yeah, <laughs> vlogs, yeah. No, oh, vlogs. no vlogs I wouldn't have thought <laughs> no yeah. cameras around yeah, that's I won't, a rule won't, no cameras around I don't reckon phones in a bucket days. I reckon phones it'll, in it'll a bucket be, it'll be, I've not been so I'm excited really? to go oh, big, big DJs and stuff playing mm. so um, we'll see we'll see what happens shitload of fun Last question from the Q&A. Then we've got one last question from me. Difference between footy fame and social media fame? Oh, so different. So what is the different? differences? <laughs> um, mate, oh, it's, it's actually crazy. I was speaking about this with a mate the other day. It's like when I was playing footy, no one like, really gave a shit about me to be yeah. honest and like i mean i was no star or anything like that you're still was, a footy player though you still yeah there's obviously still a footy player and there's some like perks and that but then like as soon as coming off love island like, everything that like people are giving you like you come here for dinner like come here like it's all, ridiculous uh, yeah it's crazy i never had any of that playing footy and i was mm. like in a way like i worked a lot harder to play footy than what i did <laughs> i just went on a tv show and a lot of people just happen to like me and we win yeah. the TV show and all that kind of thing. But like, I worked a lot harder for that career in footy. Like I grinded hard for that. And then I go on TV and all of a sudden people were like, the, the, I guess the opportunities that came for that were so much higher. Mm. So it's pretty like crazy to be fair. But I think it just shows like, well, you know, like the power of social media and the way mm. the world's heading with social media it's crazy, like... 100%. If you don't have your finger in that pie, then you probably should get I th- it I honestly because... think, like, in five... Like, it's scary to think what it'll be like in five years, mm. but if you've got a business or, like, you want to get into that, like, start now. Please start a TikTok. Start opportunity. Oh, 100%. It's 
it's the most important thing that you, that you it, have it literally to do. is these days like, it is the most important like, like thing it's crazy it's the biggest yeah. thing oh, it's, it's crazy. just crazy when people like the benefits and you can attest for this is once you what you get out of once you actually become something on social media is yeah. incredible it's nuts like, yeah and it's I, like, I, you I want everyone to, it. Yeah. To, to have it. I had my friends come over from Perth the other week and they come over and we, we went to the Emerson, you know, we're getting yeah, shots yeah, yeah, and yeah, freaking yeah, everything. Yeah. And they're like, Living it up. Do we, are we paying for this? I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's free. And they're like, what? Like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's unbelievable for them. That's just like little like, perks, obviously, but it's still like, I never it's, got any of that when I was playing footy, yeah, you know like, what I mean? It's, it's, it's a crazy, it's crazy, it's a, yeah. It's a crazy life. Now, before we finish... I've got one final question. I finish this uh, with this question every single podcast. And I think this is a really good one for people to take um, home from you. But I'd love to know three successful habits that you employ in your Ooh. everyday life that people at home can use to, um, I guess, advance their life and become the person they wish to be. Three successful. Where do we start? <laughs> I've got hundreds. We're hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I reckon, I reckon number one thing I found me personally is like when you wake up, like move, like not love stay it. in bed. Love I don't it. know if you feel like Absolutely if it's just, it. even if it's a 10 minute walk oh. to the coffee shop to get yep. a coffee and come back, because then you come back and you're energized, you're, ready you're up. To go. But if you wake up and stay in bed, you just like have the slowest day, like slowest morning. That's me personally. Like mm. I've just found if I'm, as soon as I wake up, it I'm like, just chuck some clothes on and yep. go and get a coffee and come back and you'll find you're like awake. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and mentally it clears your head mentally too. Mentally clears that head fog that you crazy. get in the morning and like that yeah I love that Incredible. wake up and move that's my number one good number two I reckon is like go to the gym and train awesome I know this could sound like whatever but I'm just gonna say it anyway but like the confidence and stuff you get in yourself oh, and like going to the tra- going to the gym everyone's like, oh like gym whatever but like what it teaches you to be like disciplined mm-hmm. it teaches you like to want to eat well and maximize what you're doing about like having a routine like training like gives you that and if you don't have that like life can go downhill so quick and you don't have a purpose the benefits of exercising going to the gym even if you don't go to the gym go for a run like just just get out and do something it just teaches you like discipline and like hard work and Mm -hmm. like how to push yourself and like it motivates you because like once you start to see and i was just seeing it in the gym today when i like i was doing something and i'm like i feel you know good about myself yeah yeah once you see a tiny bit hit. like yeah. a tiny bit of like when you see a tiny bit of progress it makes you want to like work hard in every other aspect of your life oh, but yeah you just, just keep chasing you. that yeah I listened to a podcast actually on the way over I was listening to a podcast of um, and they were saying about how um, like nothing good ever happens from like doing something that's like comfortable to you and how yeah. you need to do things that are outside Difficult. Your well they were talking it was what we were kind of talking about before but mm. nothing good things happen when you push yourself to do things where people you put yourself out there and people will be like oh like sort of start to hate you and have a go Literally. at you and all that but that's where good things happen that's exactly right like, I mean, that's you're never going to be hated on from someone that's doing more exactly. than you or so above that, you that's my number Third two one. number three oh, number three I honestly like to be successful enjoy what you're doing mm. I reckon like my dad always used to tell me growing up, like, if you enjoy what you're doing, you will never work a day in your life. Mm. So, um, honestly, as simple as it sounds, I like, enjoy what you're doing. And I know, I'm not saying if you're not, just, like, quit your job and, like, go and do something. thing. Yeah. Obviously, be smart about it. But if you are enjoying what you're doing and you're happy, you don't feel like you're living a day in the life and try and live life on your terms, I suppose. So. Do you feel like you enjoy what you do now more than playing footy? Oh, that's such a hard question. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, now, it's like good now. I enjoy it now. I'm yeah. able to travel and like all that, which I was never really able to do. 
Um, if you enjoy freedom, this is that's my whole life is all about. That was what I always wanted to do was mm. just be free, be able to travel and all that. But that's a tough question. I mean, I'd love to. See, I would love to still be playing footy. I go to an AFL game now and I like walk in. I'm like, fuck, I'd love oh, to be playing. <laughs> yeah, I suppose everyone who plays footy yeah, walks yeah, in and they absolutely. get that. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it now. But who knows? Mate, it's a tough question. <laughs> uh, your the way that you've um, taken every setback that you've faced in your life and come out of it with like one of the most positive mindsets is it's it's a it's a bit of a um heartwarming story so i really no, appreciate I, you for jumping on and sharing with us it's it's been a pleasure having you on my friend no i appreciate that thank you it's um i'm not i don't think i've ever really told my story only my close friends and family really really know that so it's actually nice i guess to share it and hopefully if there's someone out there's a kid who's 17 right now and he just found out he's done his knee or done his shoulder or whatever it might be hopefully he can look at me and maybe be somewhat inspired then they'll make my day you can always come back if you're down mate the only way's up you can't get any worse down so just think that i can't wait for one day when you're just sitting around and and you're walking down the street and someone comes up to you and say i listened to that potty when i I would love three years ago honestly that would mean the world to me if someone said that just that it's the best thing ever now where can we find you if you want to we want to find you on social media where do we find you uh insta we are mitchell hibbard a lot of thirst traps gym content (laughs) lifestyle (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, if you're a girl listening, yeah, if you're a girl listening, a lot of that TikTok. Me too. I'm not huge on TikTok, so I need to pump that up a bit. But I'll give you a hand. Yeah, there's a lot of um, lifestyle travel, all that on on Insta. So yeah, unbelievable. And check out Rainbow Skincare when it comes. Rainbow Skincare, six or eight (laughs) weeks. You see it everywhere, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for jumping on. Thanks so much for having me.